Well, greetings, folks. Weekly Kingdom Outlook with Apostle Lewis, and here is Faith, my faithful little dachshund. Um, she's uh, just wonderful to me. Put her down. So today we're going to talk about the hierarchy of truth and uh, how truth is laid out and why sometimes um, it looks like there's conflict, it looks like there's tension in the word, and it's where mystery sometimes comes in, but I want to, I want to look at this scripture verse and we'll start here. And we're just going to talk about, um, understand that truth is stackable. Um, truth has a progression to it. It has a hierarchy to it. It has a, um, a base, a foundation and a pinnacle. And that a lot of times when, Christians, when new believers come in, they sometimes they're trying to learn what the pastor is saying, but they unfortunately at the same time, um, the pastor might be on level five. They might be they're on level one and they don't know how to study. They don't know what to do with the word and they're trying to keep up with the pastor, but it's over his head. Now, what churches do? Oftentimes is they just keep it at that base level. They talk about salvation every Sunday. They talk about the love of God every Sunday. They talk about forgiveness every Sunday. And most of those churches, by the way, do not do miracle signs and wonders because you you don't ever talk about the higher things because um, you don't want to leave anyone behind. And so one way that you can get out of this is to create online courses, to create new beginner courses. And stuff like that. And those are needed, by the way. Those are needed. But the way I did it was I got in the Word. Now, because I was Catholic and I believed so many things just because I was told, when I came to Christ, my attitude was just going to be like, I got to read it for myself. I've got to see it. I've got to see it. Now, I've, I've changed that where I trust certain teachers, you know, but I don't trust where I don't go verify. Um, cause in the prophetic, I have to trust if someone gives me a prophetic word, I got to know them or they give me an accurate prophetic word or they, or are they not. And you know, the, there's even truth when people sit there, you know, falsehood, when people say stuff like this, well, you know, a prophetic word has to confirm something in you. Well, who, who says that? That's not even scriptural. Someone's going to get the prophetic word first. It's not always you. Certainly didn't confirm anything in King Saul. Um, it didn't confirm anything at all in him. And I think that many times that we have these uh, things that people go are truth, but they're not. Okay, so I'm one of those guys who, you know, is a little stubborn. Um, the reason being is I was in Catholicism and you know, I was a really good heathen. I don't want to blame the Catholics. I was a really good heathen, but I did not know Jesus for 24 years of my life. So much so that when uh, I was, let's see, it was 1987. So I was 22 going on my 23rd birthday. My brother gave me a Bible. And so much so that I read that Bible through all of 1987, read it all the way through. Started in 1988, read it all the way through. Got married in 1988. Read it all the way through, my second time, all the way through in 1988. And it wasn't until the fall of, 19, uh, of 1989 that I gave my life to Christ. I didn't see it was Jesus. 
You know why? Because even in the Catholic Church, Jesus was really hidden from me. And it wasn't until the Holy Spirit's timing, Holy Spirit revealed to me, Jesus, that I discovered, oh my God, he's the one who's in, you know, this is who they're talking about. I didn't understand any of it. And I can remember then going to, you know, I was going to North Jacksonville Baptist and, and I, Russ Cochran was the assistant pat. Dr. Harold Hunter was the pastor who was on vacation. And they put me in, they put you in these new beginner classes. But you remember, I've been reading the Bible for almost three years. But also, when I got saved, I needed to know what was happening. So Pastor Russ Cochran on Monday had shown me scriptures. Okay. He had, you know, took me through some scriptures and he, I don't know if he gave me something to study or whatever, but then, uh, Wednesday I got baptized and I think I was told, Hey, Sunday morning, uh, we have a new beginners class during worship. We want you to come back here and you spend about 30, 40 minutes, um, with one of our teachers to just help new beginners, new believers. And Kathy went in the worship because she was grew up in the church, you know, and I dove in. And what was interesting was he would ask a question. I knew the answer. And he would look at me and go, how long have you been saved? And I go, a week. He goes, how do you know all this? He goes, I, I don't know. I said, I've been reading, though. Like, for me, it was really important for me to know the truth. Like, it was really important. I have a, I have a, a high core value on trustworthiness. Like, I don't. I don't like surrounding myself with people who are not trustworthy. Not that they even lie, but they're just not they're just not the ones you can count on. I because I here's why that this is important to me. Cuz I am this guy who will like attach myself and help somebody. Like I will go out my way to help people. Well, if if all the people around me aren't that way, then it kind of wears me down. And uh one of my friends once told me he said you have this like high integrity thing that you have to surround yourself with the same kind of people. Uh, I don't like using people. So I don't like being around people who are using me. Um, so, you know, I had, I had to learn some things about myself and all that, but truth is one of the things that matters to me. The scriptures matter to me. So when someone would ask me stuff, well, what do you think about this? I go, what, what does the Bible say? And they go, well, the Bible says this. I said, why are you asking me? I said, if the Bible says that, let it be so. You know what it says. Let it be truth. Like for me, it's everything. Now that, I have to admit that probably in the beginning, I was a little a little hard, you know, a little. And not that, not that I was hard with the truth. I was hard in my expression of it. I was hard in my um, demand of it in a way. Like I, I, didn't, I didn't understand compassion. One of the things that would frustrate me was like, I know I've just got saved, but you've been saved for 20 years. And you don't know this. That would like frustrate me. And I, I actually had, knew a guy who got his doctorates in theology and he never read the whole Bible. And I'm like, how did you get a doctorates in theology and not read the whole Bible once all the way through? Cause I would quote scripture. I'd show him stuff. Oh, I've never read that before. I'd be like, what do you mean? Never read that before. Oh, I've never read that book. How did you get a doctorates in theology and you never read the whole book. To me, you should go back to that school and get your money back. That's actually probably it. Probably wasn't the school's fault. He was probably supposed to read it. He just was lazy and didn't do it. That's my feeling on that. 
for me, I'm reading the Bible all the way through again. This is, my, I think, my 21st time or something like that. This is about my 10th translation. I'm reading it in the uh, NASB for the first time. This is Bill Johnson's, one of his favorite translations. And so I picked it. I was like, you know, Bill was always talking about it. I love this translation. So I'm going to pick it up. And that's what I did. So I'm taking a couple years to go through it because I do have a lot of other stuff to do. Um, but I am absolutely enjoying a different translation. I love, I see things in there that I didn't see like specifically because of the way they're worded. And when you read in a different translation, you have to slow down. You know, when I read the new King James, I tell people, wait a minute, that might be new King James slant amplified. Let me pull it up. Cause I think I got two translations mixed up there. Um, truth has a hierarchy. So let's, Let's let's look at it in uh, Isaiah 28. And it says this, Whom will he teach knowledge, and whom will he make to understand the message? Those just weaned from milk? Those just drawn from the breast? For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept. Line upon line, line upon line. Here a little, there a little. And what's the point of that? Well. Um, the point is, is that we have to understand how, um, how God has a hierarchy of truth. And he, he just does, he just has this, um, uh, he just has this, um, hierarchy of truth and understanding. And I, I think that it's difficult for many Christians not understanding the hierarchy. Everything is not equal in the kingdom. It's not this one plane, one dimensional. Truth actually builds. Truth is is truth is this thing that builds up. And, and I'll tell you what started happening to me. Really happened right after Bill Johnson laid hands on me. That, you know, before that, I have dreams and, and the Lord would speak to me plainly in a way. But I mean, but what started happening is I would start seeing sermons in my sleep, my dreams, my sleep. I literally see the sermon or the Lord would speak a revelation to me. And boy, when he would, when he speaks stuff to me uh, and shows me something, it's I see this. I see this. uh these lines of scripture come together and it begins to construct this house. And what happens is I find, I've, yes, here's that revelation, but here's the supporting linkable scriptures. There's like a cross reference. And I see this all in the spirit. And, and then I go and I have to search all that out. I have to go and say, okay, let's look at what God was showing me. Cause I, this is, it's not that I don't trust a dream. It's just, I want to be at a point to it. I want to be at a show. Yes, this is why I believe this. Yes, this is why I believe that. So truth is something that people go, well, there's conflict. So let me give you a conflict. I hear oftentimes from the left, stuff like this. You have to love. You hear the left say, well, you're supposed, you're commanded to love. Jesus told you guys to love. It's not what Jesus told us. Jesus told us, didn't tell us, you have to love your neighbor. I hear that from people. You gotta love your neighbor. It's not what Jesus said. Okay. Jesus said to first love God with all your heart. He didn't say love your neighbor first. He didn't say love your enemy first. There's a hierarchy there. 
First love your neighbor. First love your God with everything you've got. Okay, with everything. No backing off it. Love your God. Then love your family and your friends and your neighbor. Family, friends, neighbors with everything you've got, with all your heart. Love them. Then love your enemies. Now, if this becomes in conflict with this. So Jesus said, you want to be my disciple? You have to hate your mother, your father, your brother, your sister. What is he saying? If you don't love me absolutely first, then you can't be my disciple. He wasn't saying, hate your, he wasn't really telling you to hate your mother. But what if your mother comes and says, I don't want you to obey God? Okay. Are you going to obey your mother? Are you going to obey God? There's a hierarchy. There's a higher hierarchy in there. And you have to understand those hierarchies work and how they work. There's a hierarchy in the kingdom. There's a hierarchy with angels. By the way, most people think angels and archangels are the top angels. They are not. They are not the top angels. Okay? Seraphim, cherubim. You got thrones, dominions, you got all these other things. And most people don't know that. Okay? There's a hierarchy in Scripture when it comes to leadership. There is apostles, second prophets, third teachers, fourth evangelists, then pastor elders. You know, that's that field. There's a hierarchy. It's not pastors over everything. It's actually apostles under everything, but that's a whole different story. It's a hierarchy to this stuff. And when we try to break down hierarchies and we say stuff like, everyone's equal. Here's the thunder. I don't know if you guys can pick it up on the mic, but it's... uh. Tuesday afternoon, it's a pretty good thunderstorm coming through here. Um, there's hierarchies. That's what that's my point about that. There are hierarchies of truth that we have to understand. And if you don't know that, then you'll think truth is conflicting. It's not. It's just one is higher. So to really go into the deep things of God, if you really want to go into deep revelation of God, then do yourself a favor and learn the foundations. Study the atonement. Study Study things like worship and praise. What is praise? Like the eight eight words for praise. Okay, study that stuff. Study it hard. You know, it's not sexy. Oh, it's really sexy. It's really sexy in the spirit. It's cool because truth builds and it will take you to higher, higher levels in him. But don't think all truth is equal. It's not. It's not. Look at like knowing when he's going to return is not as important to knowing that he is Lord God Almighty. Right? It's not as important. Right? Knowing Jesus as my Lord and Savior is more important. Listen, is more vital than me knowing to love my neighbor. I can love my neighbor, but not make Jesus my Lord and Savior. Both are true. I'm commanded to love my neighbor. But I, but I forsook a higher truth, and the lower truth does not get me to where I need to go. Amen. So I hope that helps. I hope that uh, I hope I was able to bring it forth in some understanding. Uh, got a lot of things going on. If you're in Jackson, we do have encounter nights coming up, starting October 15th. So excited about that. And then tonight, this is uh, well, it won't be tonight for you. It'll be the day after. I'll be doing uh, an eight-part, you know, mentoring thing online called The Scent Ones, and you can go to lewistcn.com to get onto that. And The Scent Ones, and what we do is we meet online on Tuesday nights for an hour where we talk about anything that team wants to talk about. It's our last eight-week course. We've done three of these already, and we're completing up the last one uh, 
We're just starting it now, but eight weeks from now we'll be done, or seven weeks from tonight we'll be done, and uh, so that's that's pretty good. So uh, we're excited about that, um, and then uh, holidays come up, and then we have some more new things, exciting things for twenty twenty four ahead. So I love you, and I will talk to you later. God bless you. Bye bye.